All right. Because you guys, guys so ridiculous. Don't do that. Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. Together, we're cultivating real conversation, real community, real lives. Join Tammy Brown and Melody Workman of Sandals Church as they discuss real issues and empower women to cultivate truth, live out their faith, and connect with a community of kindness. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, our May episode, right? It's almost May. Yeah, Almost May, but... It'll be May when you hear this. Yes, that's true. It's not May yet, but we're believing in faith that and you'll hear it. you might hear it way later after May, so I guess May is sort of irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you listen to it, welcome. We're glad that you're listening from wherever you are, whatever time zone. Whenever you listen. Just so you guys know, we're fired up today, which will be fun. <laughs> um so this whole year, we've made these podcasts about how-tos because we don't want to just deliver content. Um, we want to really kind of encourage you guys and challenge you guys to take something and do something with it. And we want to talk about real things. Yeah, that matter. And some of the real conversations that Melody and I are having off the pa- the podcast, we're bringing on yeah. the podcast Welcome. today. <laughs> Welcome to our Starbucks booth. <laughs> exactly. Um, so thank you so much for listening and downloading our last um, episode, um, How to Stop Being Drama. It's our most downloaded episode so you know far. You guys have told me they listen to it, men? Yeah, because their wives were like, listen, you want to understand me? <laughs> Pull up a chair. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, And so today we want to talk about something that is super practical, super relevant for all of us. doesn't matter um, if you're young, if you're seasoned, notice I didn't say old, or anywhere in between. Um, And it has to do with social media. (sighs) Deep breaths. Um, So before we jump in, I just, I want to share a quick little thing about social media. Um, I feel like I'm always in a battle with it myself in determining mm-hmm. what's healthy, what's unhealthy. But um, a couple of years ago, I can't keep up, but I think it was Facebook instituted this option where you can just unfollow someone, not unfriend them. So they don't ever really know that you're not following them anymore, but you're not seeing their posts anymore. And here's the deal. I'm sure people have done that to me, which is totally fine. I have done this to a ton of people. Everyone Be- right now is like, Everyone's like, it's me. (laughs) And I want to tell you why. Because because I've been blown away by how toxic social media can get during political seasons Mm -hmm. with major um, cultural issues. And I have friends on opposite sides of almost all of those. Mm -hmm. And I've got to the place where I'm like, I can't, I can't do this with you anymore. And here's the other, here's the funny thing about it. I'll be following someone on social media. And all their posts feel like angry and mad and opinionated. And, and then it's like, and then you see them and you're like, hey, I'm like, yeah. but then who are you really? Like, mm-hmm. because all you ever post about or what you post about a lot is your opinions about X, Y, and Z. So well, we need to do better, yeah. right? We need to do better. And when we know better, we do better. And in fact, after this episode, I'm going to delete all my social media after everything <laughs> I've read. But uh, this is what I want to talk about, how to stop being so ridiculous on social media yes. in so many ways. Because I do all, like everything I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I, I do that. I do that. <laughs> I do that. I do that. But, uh, you know, I'm ridiculous on social media and I feel the effects of it. I have walked with my kids 
you know, my, my girls in particular have grown, like social media became a thing as they were born. Yeah. So like, they've never known any different. I've watched them do things on social media and try to figure that out. My girls are healthier than I am by far, for sure, on social media. And, you know, when I see, we're seeing so much stuff. Research is coming out now. It's been a thing for long enough that we're seeing some real studies coming out about its effect on us, negative and positive. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that it it can be our downfall if we're not careful. Yeah. And so we need to talk about how to not be ridiculous because here's the thing. Um, We're losing our influence and credibility by being so-called influencers. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing about social media is you're everybody's their own PR, mm-hmm. like marketing person. Like we're all making ourselves a brand. Yeah. Like I remember one time um, I was told that my grid like wasn't good <laughs> and my pictures were too grainy. I'm like, dude, I'm a mom with three kids trying to like, <laughs> what's a grid? Like I didn't even know, you know, I'm like, this is just my personal right. deal. And so... Um, and I, you know, then you see it like now it's this whole thing where like every picture has a matching color. The yeah. same, like they it, bleed over into each other, like af- out, like outside it, of the boxes. I don't even know what it's called. But which, like, you know, for some, for some companies, like that's yeah. a thing, but for everyday women, and it's just, it's, it's really having an impact on us. And I think the women of the church, the women of God, yeah. Christians, um, you know, there, there's there's some ways that, that we can do better when we know better. Yeah. And, and that's what I want for the women of Cultivate. Yep. And also because our kids are watching us and they're watching how we handle it and navigate it. And we need to be thinking about them. We need to think about our own future and mental health, which is what um, social media is having the biggest impact on is mm-hmm. people's mental health. So today I want to talk about how to not be so ridiculous. Well, and media. to go back to what you just said, I think social media can be such a positive platform um, to share things about God, to share about our faith, to share about love and hope and kindness. Mm-hmm. And, but like anything, um, the enemy wants to take something good mm-hmm. and turn it into something bad. And that's why Christians, especially, we have to be even more proactive mm-hmm. and more careful with what we say and what we do on social media, because if we're not, if we don't do that well, then we don't just limit our influence, but we actually can turn people away. Well, and that's what um, studies are showing now. Like I was telling you earlier that I read a a study from, or an interview with one of the directors of Facebook where he actually said um, they did a study in 2018 where, um, you know, they can check, they can tell you anything happening on Facebook. And the pe- people who are constantly reposting political rantings, political agendas are actually um, the most muted people See, guys. on social media. And the articles aren't read, the, the, the super, the overreach, I don't have Facebook, so I don't know how that works, but like you can reshare it. Yes. Um, they're not being read, the more they're reshared. Yeah. So it's, we're just, it's just like this white noise, but it's losing influence and it's repelling people from what you do want to say well. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I, one of the things I want to talk about today is, you know, if we had to think about what do, what do we want people to know most about us? You know, when I think about, I'm not super political, so I'm super proud of you because you on a fired up day could throw out oh man what you think politically because you you have Deep a strong breaths. opinion on it. I do. And you're you're an aide on the Enneagram. You feel 
um, power, you know, deeply so about those things. About lots of things, yes. guys. Um, and I know I've watched you over the last four-ish, five-ish years that we've known each other really even go, mm-hmm. I could post this and it's true and it's right and I believe it, but should I? Right. Because that difference between could and should the wisdom there. So I've even watched you grow in that. Thank I've, you. you know, had to grow in my, <laughs> I receive that. I just send them to you personally, <laughs> I know, no. which is fine, you right. know, um, because you're not going to lose your influence with me in that way, Yeah, but you could. And, and here's the other thing that that study that was interesting that I read from Facebook showed. And I think it was Forbes magazine interviewing this guy from Facebook, mm. um, talked about how people are losing their, you know, their credibility, their voice, their influence in that. Mm-hmm. And um, so to think about, you know, if we have to think about what do, what do we want people to know about us? Yep. What is that going to be? Is it going to be um, all my political views? I mean, you and I, if we were at Starbucks right now, mm-hmm. could point out a handful of people where we would say, if I had to say what's most important to them, right. it would be A, B, C, and D, and Jesus wouldn't be in that at all. And yet these are people that are like, I'm so Christian, mm-hmm. but you would never know that. And so as Christians, that, you know, as women, that that's the thing I, you know, I'm just so curious about of... How do we manage that well? Yeah. Because we need to care about social justice and and that kind of a thing. But at the end of the day, what do we want to be known most for? Mm -hmm. What do we want? What are we about? I could tell you who's about refugees, who's about trafficking, but there's few people I could go, they're about Jesus. And those things are tied to to Jesus. I'm not saying they're not, but the anger under this banner of love is is so can be so weird to the the amount of co- okayness about being against yeah especially what you're seeing politically on here it's like in the name of I think you're terrible I'm being terrible that's just unacceptable for right. Christians and social media is where it's like we have this like this power and the strength and mm-hmm. this voice that we would never face to face we would never do it we would never, never behave it. like this right right and so that that's it's such a good it's such a good real conversation to have. Well, you've done a lot of research um, and you've come up with a lot of things that most people probably aren't thinking about. I know that when you shared some of these stats with me, I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> um, but tell us some of the things that you discovered in terms of like time spent, um, just some some statistics about social media in general. Well, one of the things that I think has been so incredible is the fact the feature even on your phone now where you can say how much screen time do I have. So let's say it's not Instagram, it's not just Facebook, but like 40 billion hours a day are spent on YouTube. Mm. 40 billion hours a day. There's 24 hours a day. Jeez. So if you think about, and that's just one venue. Mm-hmm. Matt was telling me that um, YouTube just surpassed in followers the Muslim faith. Wow. Which is like a crazy statistic because that's one of the biggest faiths. Yeah. You know, um, but, but this this is what the, this is doing to us. So um, Matt and I actually did this. It was like, how many hours am I spending? Mm-hmm. I was like 10 mm. on my screen a week and he was like five or six. And so he like got on and got rid of some games. I got rid of some games also I developed tendonitis in my arm. <laughs> it's called tennis elbow, but I renamed it Instagram elbow from just like scrolling <laughs> on my phone. Yes. And 
Um, it's just some of those things. So average, it says we spend over an hour, like an hour, 16 minutes a person a day. You know, if you look at what your kids are spending a day mm-hmm. on there, which is so crazy, um, it's showing that it's affecting us with depression mm. and anxiety. Because what we're doing is we're seeing the best of other people's worlds and comparing it to our, our real world. We're seeing they're filtered in. And this is no new news to us. Mm-hmm. But it needs to become a fresh motivator for us. We've all heard this. Like, you know, pictures are filtered, they're cropped, they're edited just right. right. They're, you know, about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago now, my niece was like, oh, let me put that through my skinny app first. One of my nieces, I'm like, skinny app? What the heck? Put me through the skinny app. Send that skinny app to (laughs) Melody at Gmail. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like... And, but we're looking at this right. and we know our real life and we're seeing this this facade because again, what social media is doing is it's, I want you to believe this about me. Mm-hmm. But it, and in, in this false sense of I'm creating community, it's actually made people the, the biggest amounts of loneliness, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, because everybody is feeling like I don't measure up to the real world out there that I'm seeing, yep. um, which is not real. Yep. But you can't tell your mind that. You can't tell your brain that. You can't tell teens, kids, adolescents, yep. um, unhealthy people that who don't have a filter or or the maturity um, to to be able to balance that with truth. Right, right. And um, the more social media has grown in followers, the more anxiety and depression. There, there's a correlation to the amount of anxiety meds and depression meds that they're seeing issued with this, the amount of teens with it. Um, people can't have real connections. It's affecting sleep mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, it's just everything about us is becoming unhealthy. And it's not to say again, that every, that it's social media, because social media is not the problem at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's us. Yep. And that's why real conversations like this are so, so important to say, you guys, let's think about this. I mean, you and I, again, if we were in that Starbucks booth alone, we would talk about, the fact that we see people that we know in real life mm-hmm. and then we see them on social media and it's night and day. It's two different people. Yeah. And not to mention the other part of like how much of social media in any platform, they're trying to sell you on something. Right. I'm trying to sell you on me because if you buy into me and I get more followers, I get ads and mar- and, and I become great because I'm selling you on me, you know? Yep. Um, I used to follow somebody on social media and every time I was on, it was like, like I'm building her incredible world for her Mm. (laughs) and she could care less about me. Right. When she needed something, she was all over me. But when she promoted to the next thing, she's gone. You know, I just was like, what am I doing? This is, you know, she's building herself at all of our expense. Yeah. Um, She's building this awesome life at all of our expense. And so I just think we have to be mindful about, you know, and now you're seeing that you're seeing social media star celebrities or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the mainstream ways of advertising now on what they're selling. Like, look at my jeans, hashtag that. I need everyone to chill out with your oils, your shampoo, your (laughs) knives. Calm down. Okay. Well, it's everything. It's clothing. It's, yeah. You know, because they see like Kylie Jenner or something makes like, Several million dollars for one Instagram post now on what she what she makes. And Wait, I'm like, yeah. Is Kylie concerned about 
right. our connection, our connection and being, friends. you know, like um, one of the studies said that most people who are selling you something don't actually follow the brands or ads that they promote because oh. they're not about it. They're about themselves. Yeah. And when we're not careful, we're about ourselves. Totally. And we're like, oh, that's how this is supposed to work. Then I better do it. Oh, I don't. Yeah. You know, and you're just, it, it's a game. And we're being played. Yeah. And that's what I look at when I see it is just, it is, we're, we're pawns in a game. And here's, here's at the end of the day, my two cents on it, which doesn't matter for anything. It's not the Bible. It's just Tammy Brown's two cents. But it, I think it's a game of the enemy. I'm not saying social media is the enemy. Right. We're the problem. But here's how the enemy is winning is we're distracted. Totally. I would like to know how many women are spending one hour, 16 minutes a day reading the word. Right. Or in prayer. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. And, and now we don't know what to do. Like we are conditioned to scroll. We don't know what to do with downtime. And one of the statistics that I read was about, um, well, two things. One is just your brain, that instant gratitude. You know, we don't n- know what to do with space anymore. And that's true for me. I'm ridiculous in this way. I need to stop being ridiculous because I'll be at, in the drive-through, mm-hmm. and I like can't sit there for the two seconds I'm waiting totally. for my Starbucks. That's I'm me. like, what's happening out there? Like I become like Gollum on, <laughs> on <laughs> like it's a real thing, you guys. It is, so that, which is why we're place. talking about it because right. we have to figure out as Christians. Um, I think we we run the risk of doing the first thing, which is. I'm just Social done with all of it. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm just in my own it's little world. It's not evil. And here I am. We're evil if we're not careful. <laughs> yeah. So I think what we have to learn, I read something this week that said, um, we have to learn how to not be a slave to it, mm-hmm. but a steward of it. Absolutely. I so love like, that. That's what, so we're going to talk about some practical things to stop because mm-hmm. it's how to stop it. Um, stop selling me your shampoo. I'm just kidding. I love all my friends selling shampoo and your hair is beautiful. I don't have any friends selling me anything like oh, that. Yeah. What they're selling me on is a lifestyle or a place or... No, they're so- it's because you're not on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Thank you, Lori Zimbardi. Like seven years ago, I was having a mental breakdown over some things that... Uh, it's probably 11 years ago now, but some... Like I knew that real life mm-hmm. and what I was seeing on Facebook was totally different. And I was imploding mentally, relationally, emotionally, personally. And Lori Zimbardi took it literally like a drug from my hand. It was like, delete account, you're off yep. Facebook. Yeah. Um, which, which was the best thing. And it, t- it took me months, though, to stop having that. Like, like I was like yeah, detoxing. It, no. this And this is why hopefully what we can talk about today are the things that we want you to stop. And then some things to either start or restart or mm-hmm. incorporate. Um, to make you the best version of yourself mm-hmm. on social media that you can be. Mm-hmm. Authentic, real, true to your faith and true to your passions and your desire to follow Jesus, but also mindful of the platform that you've been given mm-hmm. and to manage that, whether you have a ton of followers or none, but to manage it in a way that honors and glorifies God. And two things it's going to take to do that is intentionality yes, and discipline. Yep. The end. Okay. No, seriously. Okay. Um, so some things to stop, and these are just things that we have seen or engaged in ourselves. I'm guilty from this first one. Um, the first one is stop debating strangers on social media. So the, again, the beauty and the curse of social media is that you get access to people that you wouldn't have access to, because Mm -hmm. if I like what you wrote, then someone can see it and then they post. And so I actually have a friend on social media who's um, got a pretty good platform, 
but he is constantly political. And so every single time he posts about anything political, there's this huge debate that's going on like in his comments. And I'm like, how much time is that taking? Um, It just becomes this thing that we almost become obsessed with because at the end of the day, we want to be right and we want the credit for being right. So we, we get into debates and even if they're debates with people that you know, and you're, and you love, here's, here's a a quick tidbit. This has, has helped me because again, I have strong opinions about things in the political arena and the cultural arena. Um, most of the time I just scroll right past it because I, I consider the amount of time it's going to take for me to make a difference, which sometimes that's a way overestimation on my part. Like I'm not going to make a difference no matter what I do. Number two, if I feel like it's going to cause friction or tension between me and this person, I will direct message them Mm -hmm. and it'll be something along the lines of, um, Hey, you know, I saw your post. This is why I think this wasn't the best choice or, or whatever that is in love. But can I tell you something that is so rare that I even do that Mm -hmm. because it's just the time factor. I, I don't, unless I feel like it's going to create some sort of issue where we can't be friends or where I can't be authentic with Mm -hmm. you because of that. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Well, and I think one of the ways to stop being ridiculous is to remember you can be right and still be so, so wrong. Right. And that's, that's where that intentionality comes in of what, what do you want at the end of the day to be known for? Like how you believe who you're voting for, the person that you're doing life with Mm -hmm. or your family, you know, or the fact that someone knows that you are a Christ follower. Yep. And that they're not, Mm -hmm. everything else is, is becomes trumped by the fact that we want to share Jesus with them and be Jesus to them and love them in that way and not have anything compromise that. And so, yeah, remember, ladies, you can be right about something on there and be so, so wrong. I think that's awesome. I think another great way to think about this, and this is what I started to do because I, I was starting to have a hard time because here's what happens when you post something and people agree with you, it kind of pumps you up. You're like, yeah, I'm so smart. Everyone wishes they could think like me. Like you kind of get this, you know, you're walking around like you're the BMOC. But here's what I started Wait. to think. Big man on campus. Okay. Big woman on campus. I knew that I was You don't want to be a big woman, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but then I started to think, could I, after this conversation, after this debate, could I sit down with that person and say, and now I want to talk to you about Jesus, or mm-hmm. I, I want to talk to you about eternity. And if that feels like I'd have to make some sort of hard right or hard left, or that wouldn't even go, mm-hmm. then the conversation is not even worth my time or attention. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, what matters most is not where they land politically, is not where they land on that side of the cultural issue. At the end of the day, what matters most is where do they stand with Jesus? Was I a catalyst for helping them get to know him? Or was I a deterrent? Absolutely. That's yeah, something and, the other way. And that's why what that's saying is stop debating on there. It's it's not the time. It's not the platform. It's not the place. And what you're doing is you're ruining your credibility, which is not wise. Yes. It's not intentional. And it's not exercising self-discipline. Well, and you said, too, posting when you're angry or frustrated. I think mm-hmm. um, I, I, wrote, I wrote a note to myself a few years ago when I was really fired up about something. Um, I wrote pause pray, then post maybe. (laughs) So 
pause first, pray next. Um, and it sounds funny to say pray before you post, but we would post a lot less if we prayed first <laughs> because mm-hmm. we would go, you know what? That I don't have a I don't have a right sense in my spirit that this is what I should do. Well, one of the things too when it comes to political stuff in that same study or maybe it was another study. I read so many studies, I can't even. <laughs> but um, how so much of it is is partial. This this is what makes Matt so crazy. He'll see somebody's political rant on it, and he'll go, "Yeah, but two paragraphs down in that same article, it said this, but they're not addressing. Yes, they're not putting. So what you're getting is you're getting a portion of the portion that that person's wanting to highlight or whatever." And you're going, you're debating that it's not the whole picture. Yeah. But what you're putting out there is a portion of not the whole picture, not the full truth. And you're just escalating and perpetuating. Yep. And it's just, it, it's not good. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Good. <laughs> Stop being ridiculous. Okay. This one kind of goes along the lines of this, of debating, but it could be, this kind of goes outside of that box. Stop posting all of your opinions all the time. That's probably more of a, is that more of like a Twitter face? Because I don't do Twitter or Facebook, but is that more of a Twitter Facebook thing? Because Instagram's not a it could, super yes. opinion thing, but I think those two, yes. there's all kinds of other platforms, but these are the most, but that's probably yes. what you see more on there. Yes. And it's opinions about not, I mean, it goes well beyond politics, um, shows and the shows to watch or the shows not to watch and the, the the personalities on TV that we like or that we don't like, or it's just, and it's one thing to go, hey, I went to this restaurant and I liked this hamburger. Okay, um, that doesn't incite too much. No, I like this hamburger better. That doesn't incite too much. But also, can we stop there for a second? <laughs> yeah, because I love to talk about burgers. <laughs> I, I would say it's not a place for your rant, but I'd also say it's not your diary. Someone wise and said that yes you know it's not your diary it's not to go like here's whatever um and it's it's also not your calendar your schedule oh my your, gosh your planner yes you know how many of us know someone that's like you can see i know everything everything you've done that day everything you're gonna do that day where you've been um you know it's just like what and again here's what you need to know that's ridiculous <laughs> is that you probably have some really great things to say or show or people want to see your family, but what people do is they they start dismissing you. Yes. You know, or they mute you. Now that's a thing on Instagram. Like you you don't have to unfollow and have like the drama from like, you unfollowed me, but you can mute people and, and that's what you're doing mm-hmm. when when you're just every day, all day, what you ate, what you were, where you went. And I'm not saying don't ever do that. I'm right. just saying, what's the intentionality and what's the discipline in it? And sometimes it's just fun. Like I did this thing and it's awesome or it's beautiful here and I want to, or, you know, yeah. whatever like that. But it, it's it's to the extent. So it's not just for rant, but it's it's not it's not like your live feed. That <laughs> That's a great way to say it. Here's, here's the thing. And I think about this because when I had... Um, when I, my kids were little, I don't think Instagram was a thing yet. <laughs> we're old, Tammy. I know. We're like, old. I can't. But, this is how old I am. I don't remember. <laughs> but I have the Time Hop app on my phone. And mm-hmm. so I can look and see what I was doing a year ago this day, two years, series. It's like eight years ago, my Facebook post would be, did laundry, took the kids to the park, laid on the couch. I'm like, what am I doing? Right? But it was just like, it was there. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And my kids were napping. So I just had the opportunity to do it. It wasn't that it was wrong or, but it made me think now it makes me think, um, how much are we using that for good? And how much is, are we just distracted by the fact that it's there? That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that, that's where I feel like the enemy's winning is it's become such a distraction. Yeah. Okay. I want to tell you a funny story real quick. So when Instagram first came out, like Facebook was like the big deal. And mm-hmm. then I think Twitter and then Instagram came on. So I thought Instagram was a photo editing app. I totally know where the story is going. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. And so Matt and I had gone to Hawaii and you, cause it was the first thing where you had like filters, access to filters. Yes. So I was going on there and taking pictures of us on the beach. I'm in a bikini. Like I'm editing it, like putting these filters on it. Like just like uh, not filters of like, now there's all kinds of filters that can make you know you skinnier, bigger, whatever, however, clearer skin, whatever. This was just like a filter for the color or whatever. So I had this one picture and I just was playing with it, right? So I post like 10 and several months later, I run into a friend. She's like, I totally follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, what do you mean follow me on Instagram? She's like, I follow you. I'm like, what? I, my whole Instagram feed was me in a bikini (laughs) filtered. (laughs) I have one. I left one of those on there. I went and deleted it. I was like, People follow. I had no idea what it was. I thought it was a photo editing thing because then it save it in your photos. Then I was posting the one I liked yes. onto Facebook. <laughs> so there's Tanning one on around there the for life good- of Pastor Matt at Sandals Church, just <laughs> in the beach of Hawaii. <laughs> I was such an so ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, so there's one on there still from way way back when for good measure, just to keep me like. Give me a good laugh, but I had no. And then I was like, oh, but then it was like, look at my food. Because remember when you first get it, we're all so yes. excited. Like, Look at my taco. Yeah. Because no one's seen a taco before. <laughs> right. Look at yours, though. Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. I love tacos. I post pictures of them all the time. So that is, that's I've awesome. I've never seen you post a taco. I'm going to go look at your feed now. Well, my sisters just did because they were visiting California and I took them to Tio's. So they were like... Taking pictures of oh, their yeah, tacos. Yeah, yeah. We don't do There's that anymore. There's one thing, though, that I do love about Instagram now, though, is like before, you know, if you say you have five pictures from your whatever and you're wanting to post it and it was like five posts, the first one you like, like, the second one you're like, like, the third one you're like, okay. OMG with these already. <laughs> now you can just do like the, the 10 or whatever yep. and let it be. Yep. If you don't know that yet, go ahead and look that up. <laughs> we also have social media tips. Um <laughs> So this one I think is huge, especially for women. Um, and I think that it's one that mm. is worth talking about, which is stop obsessing over everyone's life that seems, in quotes, better than yours. Mm-hmm. This The reason why this is a struggle for me is because you mentioned I'm an, an eight on the Enneagram and our core sin, no, our core struggle is guilt. And That's your I, underlying emotion. Thank you. That's your Enneagram. Graham coach. I'm just going to. That's right. It's my underlying emotion. But I, re- I resonate with that because. Your core sin is. Uh, lust. Lust. Not the sexual kind. For clarification. I want that power. <laughs> I want that yes. position. I want. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> um, but for me, this comes out through social media when I, when I am scrolling and I'll see someone who looks like a better mom or their kids are turning out better than mine. Or whatever it is, I'll fe- I will immediately go to that place of guilt 
and I wish I was doing a better job. Mm. I wish I, you know, field trips will be one because my kids are Celestial Elementary. I sh- I wish I would like I should have been on there. I and it's it's fueled by guilt, but that guilt is really coming from comparison. Mm-hmm. So rather than me paying attention to here's here's where I'm present and available for my kids or for my husband or for my friends, um, I have this other I have this other person's highlight reel that I'm comparing my real life to, and I'm seeing the disconnect, and it makes me feel guilty. It makes me feel unworthy. Um, it causes me to to go to a really bad place in my mind, like I call it like the spiral of, well, I didn't go on the field trip. I'm not that good of a mom. My kids probably resent me. Like it, it keeps going and going and going, which yeah, is why the stats right. on depression make so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and that's what everything is showing exactly. That is, it's a lie. Like we're comparing ourselves to our real selves to false things, you know? And if you, if you can... Start having the discipline to remember that mm-hmm. of like, okay, because what I mean, who who of us is posting like today was total crap. Yeah. My kids were terrible. My house is a mess. I totally sucked. Like, that's not the thing. It's like, here's me all dressed up in front of a restaurant in Napa. Like, that is not my real life, or, you know? <laughs> or here's the one that gets me, though. And I love all you guys, but let's just be real. Here's what gets me. I hope you're going right. It's a going. post about imperfection. <laughs> The, all the script is about imperfection and your picture is perfect. So it's like, it's like you're like, I saw this the other day. Someone's like my sanctuary. And it was like this gorgeous out of a magazine living room. But then the whole post was about how Im- imperfect her house yeah. is and how she never, but it's like, but your copy, sorry on Instagram. I don't care about what you're, I'm looking at the picture and it's, it's, so we're trying so hard. We're trying to say, no, we're imperfect, but I still have to post the, the perfect picture. Well, like you, and again, here's a Starbucks booth talk from Melody and I, a real conversation we have is who took that picture? Right. Who took that picture of you bathing your kids <laughs> with the overfull bubble tub and bubbles coming and nobody's looking at the camera and who's, you're laughing. Who's in there taking that picture? Melanie, I need to know, actually. We actually do want to know. We want to know who's taking the perfect picture of you mid-laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Who's doing that? (laughs) Because all my pictures are posts. I'm like, hold my phone, take the pic, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And, you know, the the effort and work that we're going into grabbing that picture. Right. And then someone else is like, dude, I just, like, was in there with my sweats and dinner still on my T-shirt with my, like, messy bun. And I don't mean messy bun, like, the perfect Instagram Mes- messy bun. Like, bathing my kids, just trying to make it through this day. Yeah. And then you're seeing that, like, this bubble bath party with and bubbles laughing. And- I know. I'm yeah. like, and again, I go, why am I always annoyed when my kids make messes like that, you know? <laughs> because that's the reality. Yeah. That's the reality, which we're <laughs> I know, not seeing. Yeah. I, Here's one of the things that I I really honestly love um, that we get the opportunity to do. And this is what I would encourage women to do. Um, If you want to make a post about imperfection, share or show something imperfect. Mm -hmm. If you want to make a post like or but don't don't post about uh, something that's really hard with a beautiful photo of you dancing in the wildflowers. Well, and that's like one it of, just doesn't this is, <laughs> it just doesn't go. I haven't seen a dancing in the wild. Maybe with the super bloom there was probably a lot of dancing in the wild. With how pictures. hard life was. But here's a here's a way that we can stop being ridiculous about social media is 
to remember this when we're scrolling, to remember just what we're saying of like the ridiculousness of how staged life has become and then appreciate that person for who they are. But like, it's in our best interest to remember that. Yeah. To remember like what, to not to believe everything we see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, we're ridiculous that we do. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's wrecking us. Here, This was a few weeks ago. Um, I was at one of our um, other campuses and we were watching Matt on the screen. And it was a great message. And like right in the middle of a really funny story, the screen froze. Like, I mean, froze. And the the picture, the the face that Matt was making telling the story, <laughs> everyone in the room was like horrified. I'm like taking a picture and sending it to him. Like, look at how, you know. And what I love about Matt, who's, you know, Pastor Matt, who's the pastor of one of the largest churches in, in America, who has an incredible following and influence. He was like, send me that pic so I can post it. <laughs> and it was a, a like a picture of him looking so silly. But that's what I love. Because what we don't see a lot of, especially in Christianity and sub-Christian culture, we don't see a lot of leaders posting or highlighting their silly side Mm -hmm. or their... I actually am telling Matt to stop doing that. Like his, his, (laughs) one of his old assistants, Stephanie, Stephanie and I were like, dude, stop with the selfie up your nose. Like, (laughs) because he'd be like, ride my bike. And we were like... No, like he was too real. Like, yeah. no, that I actually don't want to see you that way. And if I don't want to see you that way, nobody wants to see you that way. But how refreshing, because what you see most of is every spiritual leader, pastor, or whatever, it's their photo. It's it's them being perfect with this really great quote. And while that's awesome and we do need some of that, it's also great to know, hey, he's real like me. And sometimes if I got caught mid-face telling a story, I might look just as ridiculous and he's not afraid to go, hey, guys, look at this funny thing that happened this week, <laughs> which is refreshing, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. We might step on some toes if we haven't already, but we just I have to go there. we have. I'm stepping I on my own. anyway. <laughs> this is for young and old, young and seasoned. I'm sorry. Stop oh. with a bazillion selfies. I can't. It's like this pendulum, though, from like the selfie to the staged, yes, and back. Like that thing keeps swinging. Like, but the selfie here, here's this is, and this is. I'm talking about this because I'm getting. I'm trying to coach my kids mm-hmm. through. They're not allowed social media right now, um, but to prepare for it. And so, here's what I've told my daughter: is that a selfie culture is developing a selfishness culture. Mm-hmm. I love me some me. And we need to be thinking, <laughs> me, I love me some me. And I, and what we have to be constantly challenging ourselves with is, um, again, with the pendulum, we need to be teaching our daughters and our sons self-love and self-care and self-worth 100%. Mm-hmm. The pendulum swing to that is, I'm all about me all the time. My face, my thoughts, my opinions, my words, um, I am on the throne of my life. Mm-hmm. That's the pendulum swing that we have to go. No, 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 no. You're worthy because of who Jesus is. Absolutely. Your identification is in him and post a cute picture every now and then. But we've talked about this too. What is most visible to people, they ascribe to being as most valuable to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So when you, when I open up your grid, 
and your grid is you. A grid, by the way, <laughs> for everybody, is when you look at the entire feed of one person's Instagram, like all the squares and boxes. I just got the picture box. <laughs> <laughs> it's the grid, Melody. Thank you. Your holy anyway. grid. But when I open up and your grid is all you, then what I walk away with is you're the most important thing in your life. Mm-hmm. And yes, we can't post pictures of Jesus. I get that. I understand that. But I think what we have to do is we have to, again, the filter through um, what's the intention behind it? Mm -hmm. Um, What message am I trying to communicate? And who or what does matter the most to me? And how can I draw people? How can I draw people's attention to the thing, to the person that matters the most? You know? Well, and here's the here's the thing again. I mean, we're sort of on this ridiculous theme, but you look ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm going to say that because no, that's real. Yeah. Like when, when people look up and look at you and they just see you like, and now everyone's like that from above, you can't see me in my arms, like getting it just right. And you never do it. Like when every picture is just of your face, it's like, I know who you are. I know <laughs> it, you look ridiculous. Yeah. And we're trying to encourage people to stop being ridiculous because here's the thing. When you look ridiculous, you probably have something really good and and adapts to you, and it's getting lost. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm chasing some rabbits here, but we've also talked about this together in real conversation, which is what this, this is. whole thing is about. Yep. Um, when you look ridiculous, it might matter, and I'm just going to say that as someone who's just gone through uh, 400 resumes for an assistant position. Oh, yes. <laughs> And uh, looked up some social medias mm. that were ridiculous and it, it disqualified. Like I was just like, oh, I don't, what? Uh, uh, whoa, yep. whoa, whoa. There was a few <laughs> that we were like, Ooh. whoa. And um, I mean, I didn't really look up that meeting. I just, <laughs> you know, I had known of a few yeah. people that applied who I follow or have seen. And I'm like, it, I, yeah. It mattered. What you're posting matters. Mm-hmm. And so um, you you might want to think about that because what you're saying is who, this is who I am. This is who I am. Yep. And employers look at this. Yep. And I know this because I've recently looked at some and I saw some great ones too. It's not like everybody, you know, but there were a few where I was like, wow, okay, well, no, I don't, I don't think that, you know, kind of a deal or, or wow, if that's what you're like on Friday night, but then on Sunday, you're going to be my assistant. Like, right. it matters. And I'm not saying have a closet life. I'm saying, think about it. Think yeah. about what you're putting out there. It doesn't go away. You know, my son, when he was ridiculous to the 10th degree in middle school, you know, he had Instagram and he was ridiculous and he posted things and he said some things like on direct private mm-hmm. conversations that can happen there. I'm like, son, I can't be a detective. I'm not going to do it. And things he would never have said right. in real life to his dad and I about stuff. And he lost social media He lo- because at his age, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not paying for your iPhone, buying yes. the phone and paying your monthly thing for you to say, how bad I suck to your friends. I'm not funding that. <laughs> like. It's not happening. And and don't get Matt started on that. He goes like level 10 on, we don't fund that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has had like such a good, um, he's grown. Let's yeah. say that. We'll say it that way. He's grown and matured since then. Thank God. But 
you know, he just turned 16 and I said to him, like, hey, you have spent a year earning trust back and you've been awesome and I trust you. Like, do you want, for your birthday, like, do you want to get Instagram again? And he was like, you know what? I don't. Yeah. He said, I go to school on Monday and I'm happy I did. I didn't know why. It, like, I, I, he's like, it's just a stress. I, I'm glad I'm not a part of all that. Yep. And he has nothing. Nothing. Yep. That's exactly how it and is with my son right now. he is a different kid. Yeah. He's a different kid than he was when he had it. And, you know, we're asking kids with their social media, if you're a parent who has zero um, access mm. If your kid has, car- you're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And here's why we're asking kids to manage things that grown adults can't manage. Yes, yes. And they don't have the maturity. And then they're we're busting them for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like that's that's not on them. That's not on you. Yep. So stop being ridiculous. <laughs> stop being ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, with social media though, and, and, yes, and know that. It's damaging our kids if we're not careful. Yes. It's not the enemy. We're the problem. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. The devil's using it or can use it as a tool. I should say that. I don't want to sound fanatical in that way, but it's a tool that distracts us and can damage us. You know, one of the studies I read, I know I'm going off here, but was on, you know, when people gamble um, and they'll say, and they get that kind of addiction, it's like, because when they do win, Mm-hmm. like dopamine's release, which is like a drug, our own natural drug that gives us this like high. Um, and so people get addicted to gambling because that one win, they're like, <gasps> yeah, and they have to have it. It's literally like, you know, yep, crack. <laughs> like, I'm just going to say it. Um, that's probably the oldest way to say that. I was like, it's not called that anymore. Jeremy. I don't know what it's called. Heroin, whatever, whatever it's called. This is drugs. not an episode on drugs. Okay. <laughs> But it's the, we get the same effect, and so they'll they'll gamble a thousand more times for that one high. Yeah, studies have showed that um, abuse. I'm going to say women, but it's both that uh, people that are abused in relationships have that same dopamine release of the, like when their spouse or their partner, or whatever, is super sweet and loving and good to them. It, they get that release, mm-hmm. and so the fifty times that they're mistreated, they're like, "But I." I need, and then it comes again and they get it. That same thing is happening on social media. Mm. So they've done like brain studies on that and, and medical studies. I read a medical journal on it of that dopamine. Like when you get a certain number of likes, you're like, (gasps) yeah, but what's happening is it's in younger kids. It's literally redeveloping like the way they think and feel. And they can't, they can't not, which is giving kids like uh, increased uh, like ADHD yeah. and because they don't know what to do without that release they're getting constantly. And so one of the studies I read was like how kids, you know, are getting tablets. At, yeah. yeah. Like kids under two can work smartphones better than grandparents. Oh my gosh. And stuff like that. And it's, it's literally changing us. Their brain development. And, and, um, and it's changing our, and that's the thing is we're ridiculous as grown women Right. Who don't think that's happening with us. Yeah. It's happening to me. Like I gave up Instagram for six months last year mm-hmm. because I did every time I get on, that's like, you're a wreck. Your feelings are hurt. I wasn't invited to this. Or they posted that picture where they look awesome and I look terrible. <laughs> or the thing with Instagram that gets me the worst is when I feel like people are selling me one thing on who they are and I know it to be different. Yeah. That messes with me. Yeah. Then I get all like, <gasps> it's a lot. Like I go sideways and crooked and What's crazy. What's the truth? Right. Yeah. What's the truth? And, um, you know, that's one of the things. But, you know, Matt was noticing a big difference in me. Hmm. And 
it wasn't good. So I got off of it. It took me weeks. I would impulsively just pick up my phone. I don't have the Instagram on it, but I would pick it up and go, oh yeah. Like it, I had to, it was a physiologically thing happening with me of just like, I have to have it. Yeah, totally. Well, we've talked about things to stop. um, And I think that they're all important. I want to talk about one more thing to stop. Stop Instagramming before bed. Oh, that's one of the biggest studies. And I wrote that down. So I want to say it of, of don't get on Instagram before bed. Yeah, don't don't do that. And don't Instagram from your bad place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that out there. Because people do do that. <laughs> Dammy's literally dying right now. Um, okay. But things to start. So if we're saying mm-hmm. stop doing these yeah. things because these aren't good for you, here are things that are good for you. And these are things that um, we've written because... We've incorporated these. We're still practicing these. We're still going back and remembering to practice Mm -hmm. these. And so I think the first one is so important, which is start setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. So what boundaries do you need to set so that you're not a slave to your social media, but a steward of it? Um, And so some practical things, um, how much time, you know, when are you gravitating towards that? Mm-hmm. Um, do you practice stillness? Do you practice being still? Do you practice solitude? Are you afraid of the quiet? If you're afraid of the quiet. You need to ask yourself why. Yeah. Why is that? Why do I need noise or pictures or color or sound or videos to fill that? Um, and so you, those are all things that will keep, social media is for sure going to keep you from ever experiencing stillness and quiet. Um, another, uh, guy that I read, he said, I got into the practice of, um, I got like an old fashioned alarm clock for my bed and moved my phone to the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Matt and I just started doing that. See, that's hard for me because I have version on my phone mm-hmm. and I like to get to that first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, 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 that's a practice that I've heard has been like life changing mm-hmm. for just changing how you get up out of bed and what you say and what well, you and do. Other things that ha- like things that it has is are literal things like for your vision, you mm-hmm. know, the light, cause you'll look at it. You don't think, you know, before, and it's like damaging our eyesight and right. all kinds of stuff like that. And again, it's, it's not the evil. It's not the problem. We're the problem. And if we steward it well, then yeah, you know, it, it's fun mm-hmm. and it's good. Um, but again, you know, what can be really good, the enemy wants to turn. And it's our job to not be ridiculous. It's our job to be disciplined and intentional. And yeah, and it, it it's damaging us if we're not careful. Also, um, this is in the, going back to talking about debating, start engaging in real conversations with real people. It is so easy to sit behind your tablet, your computer or your phone mm-hmm. and like type out your opinion about all the things you think and why that's evil or that's wrong and they're wrong. It's a lot harder to do that when you're sitting across a real person mm-hmm. who's been affected or devastated by the, whatever issue you're talking about, who has a completely different um, a completely different viewpoint. Uh, just this past week, I was at a conference and one of the speakers got up and she talked about a highly controversial cultural issue, which I would say I am firmly on this side of it. But I listened to her story and I listened to her experience and I looked at her tears and there's no way in the world I would have ever said to her face my strong thoughts and opinions about that issue Mm -hmm. after looking at her and hearing her and seeing her. And I think that's the danger in social media is that we stop seeing people Mm -hmm. 
we just see images and we and we get the opportunity to tell people why we're right and they're wrong. Um, but real, I think if you care so deeply about an issue, like if you ca- if it's your thing, it's your mm-hmm. platform, it's your passion, and you're so for it because this is what's right and this is what's wrong, I would encourage you to find a person who's on the opposite side and say, could we sit down and have a conversation? Mm-hmm. Because what might you learn? Um, what might help you rethink things? And at the end of the day, maybe you gain a new perspective mm-hmm. um, that informs yours, you know, and you don't hold so tightly anymore to that thing that you believe. And I think this is important too, because as Christians, um, the most important thing is Jesus. <laughs> the most important thing is salvation. And if we're not careful, man, we will put so many stumbling blocks in front of people. <laughs> they never get to Jesus. They never get to salvation because we're on opposite sides of this issue or this issue or that issue. Um, but real conversations with real people um, really matters and can give you, can help you do better on social media with mm-hmm. posting your opinions all the time. No, I agree with that so much. And like you said, when you're with someone real, it takes away a lot of like our, like, you know, keyboard courage. Yes, keyboard courage. <laughs> yes. That we don't. And, you know, when you're, these are things that I would include under that banner is, why are you posting? You know, who who are you engaging? Mm-hmm. Because all of the studies say that one of the effects is that social media is creating false intimacy and false relationships. Now, there's going to be so many people like, no, I met this friend and we became friends in real life. That's awesome. But that's not what's happening on the norm. Yeah. So it can happen for sure. You know, again, we're not saying social media is evil. We're saying stop being ridiculous about it. And here's some ways how to do that. And to 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 grow in wisdom in that, yeah. you know, and, and to make sure we're being, I mean, part of the pillars of who we are in Cultivate is being women who are both wise and kind. Mm-hmm. And that's why we want to have this real conversation about what this looks like. But, um, you know, you just, you, you see people getting torn apart. Yeah. You would never do that in real life. No. And, and is it kind? Is it wise? It's, it's such, it is such a real thing. Um, I'm on, I'm on Twitter and, um, just a few weeks ago, a, a pretty well-known female Christian author had like a, kind of like a minor infection and, went to the hospital to get treated, um, has, is now in a medically in, medical induced coma because her brain has started seizing and they don't know why. And so um, she's been fairly um, opinionated on Twitter with things that she thinks and says. And so she's gained some people who don't care for her. The trolling that has, that has been posted while she's literally fighting for her life, it, social media brings out the worst in us. Because here she is, and because you have a different opinion about this, um, people are unkind. While she's a mom who's in the hospital in a coma, and doctors not being sure what to do or how to bring her out of it. And it's a reminder that if we were walking through the hospital and we saw her, we would never in a million years. You'd never roll in the door like, well, serves you right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you would never do that. You know, that's one of the things that Matt and I, especially as the church has gotten bigger, is like people will comment on anything and everything about us or direct message us, mm-hmm. um, which you were saying direct message, but just like things like, I hated when you had your hair like that, oh or your hair looks terrible like that. It looked better like this, or that wasn't your best sermon, Matt. But Matt also gets, he gets terrible 
terrible things that people would never say to his face. Let them or say if they it to my here. face. <laughs> I will throat punch. You want to talk about right? my pastor? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. such a real thing. We would never be as mean in real life. I mean, some people would be. No, that's so, real. That's, that's, that's real. But most people would not be no. like that. Yeah. Um, so two more. Um, oh, yeah. This next one's good. Quick things. Start practicing gratitude for the life that you do have. Comparison is the thief of joy. And your house will never be the biggest. You know, your kids will never be the smartest. Um, your business will never be the most successful. Mm-hmm. Here's all these realities. Mm-hmm. But you have a business, but you have kids, but you have a spouse, but you have a, a satisfying life. Have you heard that phrase? It's like at one point in your life, you prayed for the life you have. Mm. Here, That's one of the downsides. If we're not careful and if we continue to be ridiculous, that social media does. It's like, oh, I have the life I always wanted, but now I saw this, which is not someone else's real life. And we know this, you guys, because here's how we know it. We see, we follow celebrities. Right whose lives look amazing. They have all the money, all the vacation, all the whatever any of us want. And then you see on the news, like their life falls apart. They what, like, yeah. we know it's ridiculous. Why are we buying it? Yeah. Why are we buying And then trying to resell it ourselves, trying to mimic it ourselves. So yeah. when we're, yeah, the gratitude for what you have. And some of it, some people's lives are hard. Yeah. But there's still ways to find gratitude. And if you can't, the best thing for you is maybe you need to get off of social yeah, media for away. a while or only follow. I mean, I've gone through seasons where I follow like my sister and my nieces that live far away because I want to see what they're doing and Me know too, their yeah. life, you know, but I've had seasons where I'm like, I have to because... And that's one of those situations, like, it's not you, it is me. Mm-hmm. Like, see, I'm so happy your life is awesome, but my life is so hard right now. And it just, I just feel bad. And I've, I'm carrying all the feel bad I can right now. Yeah. You know, so. And it's okay to take a break. Like, it's okay mm-hmm. to decide, here's, to be the best steward of this, I need to step away for, for a while. And that's, that's the thing that drives me nuts about women sometimes is when they don't realize they're the gatekeeper of their own life. Mm. I mean, the Bible says, think about what is true, honorable, good. Think on these things. Yeah. That When that's not happening, you know, it's your job to steward your life well. You're in charge of you, your spiritual maturity, your emotional health. That is your job and no one else is going to do that for you. And if, if you're continuing, like I had someone unfollow me um, this last year and I was super hurt because, you know, the unfollow is like the ultimate, like, right. Middle finger. I don't know what else <laughs> to say to you. Like, like we're done. Like we're for reals done. And I took it that way. And they had said to me, like, I feel broken. And, and seeing you is just a reminder. I had to step away. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Okay. You know, cause I thought it was all about me, but it wasn't. Yeah. And we need to remember that is like, sometimes people just need a mental break. It's not, they're unfollowing you. They're unfollowing whatever, what they can't carry. Yeah. Um, and, and, which is actually the right thing to do. Yeah, totally. You know, and it might hurt somebody's feelings, which is the beauty of mute now. Like not everyone out there loves me. Shocker. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't love everybody out there. Shocker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But here's the thing. Like, I know there's people that follow me that have me muted. And I know this because like, I'm never seeing from them, hearing from them, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, 
okay. Yeah. I've had to stop assigning motive to why they're doing Mm -hmm. it. You know, okay. And sometimes it's okay to give permission to yourself to do what's best for you for that season. It's not a forever thing. Yeah. It's a for now. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's helping you be the healthiest version of yourself that you can be, and there's a toxic relationship that's always in front of you on social media and you need to step away from it, give yourself permission to do that. You know, you get to decide. You need to do it. It's ridiculous not to. And the other thing in that is just to, if you know you're struggling with envy and jealousy and bitterness, it's, you you need to Mm -hmm. deal with that because that is sin in your own life, in my own life. Mm -hmm. And, and, and if social media is just the trigger for that, then then it's my job to adjust. Yep. You know, we we would do this with any other thing in our life: alcohol, drugs, porn, sex, money, shopping, gambling, whatever else. Tacos. It would tacos. It would be <laughs> the assumption that yeah, handle like let's do it. Step but away. But on social media, it's just such this like weird exception to the rule of health in that way that. I mean, I think a reckoning is coming and we're seeing it, you mm-hmm. know, in, in that we were talking before the show of just, um, I think my daughter's age, they're in college age are that pendulum is swinging a little bit, you know, our, our moms are getting on there and they're getting on there every day and mm-hmm. they're posting what they ate and where they went and, right. you know, 10, whatever, 10 million things. Um, I think our, our kids, not our younger kids, but our the kids in college right now, they're kind of going, I don't care. Yeah. I don't want everybody to see this. Yep. Like there's some moments that are meant for us and we need to protect them. Yeah. You know, we need to be asking ourselves a couple things like, is you know, is this a moment just for me? Mm. What is my motive? Am I trying to say something without saying something? That's yes. a huge thing. Huge. You know, of like the passive aggressiveness on social media is crazy like i just saw this meme about this it was so funny it was like since everybody's asking i'm going to tell you this and it was like nobody's asking <laughs> that's just your way of like right selling us on whatever you want to sell us yeah. or whatever you know yeah. but also is it wise you know matt and i were gifted we we got to be a part of somebody else's gift recently to napa and we debated on posting it because it was awesome. Mm-hmm. That is not our real life. Yeah. <laughs> somebody was loving on on somebody else and we got to be a part of that. And they appreciate what we're doing and they have the means to do it mm-hmm. and, and wanted to do it. And because it is like, look at us in Napa and we're, Matt, you guys, Matt wore a jacket, like a coat, like a tux coat. Okay, everybody Ooh. knows that's not real. <laughs> but, you know, we debated it because... There's people that are never going to get to go to Napa and never, you know, and, and it's just like, I don't need to be rubbing that in everybody's face, you know? Um, I shouldn't have posted it probably. Now I'm going to go delete it. But, <laughs> you know, the point was to say, hey, our friends, Dan, Lori's and Barty, like we love them. We're so grateful for them. Mm-hmm. And we loved it was like a public honoring was the point, but yeah. there was an underlying like, look at this awesome fancy thing we've done, you know? And so is it wise? Like the Bible says, you know, everything's per- permissible, but not everything's profitable. Like, yeah. like, do you need to be rubbing your life into everybody else's? Um, that's not to say you can't celebrate what yeah. it is, but again, think, mm-hmm. stop being ridiculous. Think about what you're posting, why you're posting it. Um, how you're posting it, what your motive is. Um, 
And also, what are we looking for on social media? I just want, I, we're like so long today. Sorry. I was, making, fired up. I, gave I, you a I was making a joke that Joe Rogan can go for like a bazillion hours, but clearly we're not Joe Rogan. You could be Joe Rogan. <laughs> I could. He says bad words. Well, oh, I don't mean that. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Just joking, just joking. You know, what, if, if social media, for me, it, it's all over the place and it changes. But, you know, there are times where I'm like looking for purpose, identity. I'm comparing myself sure. to other people in ministry, other pastors, wives, other ministries, other churches. That's when I go like crazy and that, to a bad place so fast when I'm doing that for my identity. And that's what I love about this podcast is that we don't have this figured out. We are figuring no, I, it out. I, before the show, I was like, <laughs> I do all of this. I'm ridiculous. I need to get off everything. <laughs> like, I, this is a place to say we're in this with you. Yeah. Um, I've got so much room to grow. Um, but I also think it's good for us to be reminded of why it matters mm-hmm. and why what we're doing and who we are. And don't excuse yourself. Don't say, well, Tammy Melody, because of your platform, you should be careful. Platform. But no one cares about me. <laughs> no, that's not true. You're influencing people. We'll never know. We'll Absolutely. never talk to. All of us have a sphere of influence. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to share a quick verse. I, I love this one. Ephesians 5.15 says, be very careful then how you live. Back mm-hmm. to what you just talked about. Not as unwise, but as wise. And this is why making the most of every opportunity. Social media is an opportunity afforded Mm -hmm. to us that wasn't afforded to Christians 100 years ago. One of the organizations that I love and I donate to from time to time is Preemptive Love. And they're doing incredible work in the Middle East with with refugees, um, with people who've been displaced because of wars, helping children, all this stuff. I know about Preemptive Love through social media. I started following them. Mm -hmm. I started reading the stories. We can advance so much good through social media. Mm-hmm. I love celebrating what God's doing at Sandals Church. Um, I love celebrating stories of adoption that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I love celebrating people like it's Elsa's yeah. birthday and I love them. And Yeah, it's such, yeah. it is making the most of every opportunity. And here's the, the, the biggest reason, because the days are evil. Mm-hmm. So while there's so much good, being promoted through social media, mm-hmm. there's also so much evil. And we need to make we're sure we're careful. on the right side of right. it. Right. Yeah. Which is the whole point for this conversation. You know, we're going into some of the trenches of it because we want to talk about how to not be ridiculous. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that's what happens when we go we go into the gutter about it. And and it tanks us, it's tanking our kids. So how how can we be healthy about it? How can we steward it well? How can we be intentional and wise and kind, remembering that our biggest platform is Christ in us? Mm-hmm. It, it's making disciples. It's sharing the gospel. It's being a light. It's being salt of the earth. That's our biggest thing. And and when we start going sideways from that, yep. then you know we when we start worshiping ourselves and it becomes like you said, our own throne kind of a deal, you know, when it's all about me, look at me, look at, you know, which your, your page is you, we get that. Mm -hmm. But I follow people. So I'm like, I want to know you. I want to know how you parented well, or I want to celebrate that your kids well again, or I want to pray for your kid when they're sick, or I don't want to just see you looking hot. With your fish lips. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, because I never see you make fish lips when I'm in front of you. That's I never what see I it. want. You know, none of us want. It says this too. When when people's social media seems like it's auto-generated, mm-hmm. and I, there are some some Christian celebrities out there that's on a, like auto-generated, um, they lose their voice too. Mm-hmm. Because people want to know the real, real people. Yep. And, and when you are real, 
It endures people to you. Yep. That's where real connection is made. You are not going to find love and belonging, true love and belonging, true identity, true purpose, true relationships, true intimacy on social media. What it can be is enhance it or a a venue of it. Um, Yeah. But it's not in itself going to do that. And if if that's your use for or your purpose for getting on, then... You know, you need to have some real conversation with yourself and God over that one and, and maybe some others and just figure that out. But for me, here's my biggest thing I'm so convicted about is I do not spend time in the word like I spend on social media. Mm. And I I would um, beg to differ with people who are just like, I totally, do. I, I just would have a hard time believing that. Um, we have got to get back to cultivating God's word first. Yeah. Yeah, because First, and and then this then this is fine because the outpouring of our heart is already rooted well. We've spent time with God. His voice is the loudest one in our head. When you're just on social media, it's just like noise, constant, constant noise. Yeah. And people are like, I never hear from God. Well, when <laughs> when when was God going to speak? Yeah. When, when were you able to hear? I I wrote this in my journal um, several months ago when I was just in a bad place. And I just wrote, the scroll can kill the soul. Oh, that was so the good. The scroll, like it can kill and that's my what Matt soul. Saw, Matt sees in me when I'm yeah. in a, in a when I'm being unhealthy with social media, when I'm on it too much, when I'm putting too much value. Yep. He just sees me just so dark. Same same with me. It does the same thing to me. And so if, the, if that will kill the soul, then what will bring life and healing to my soul is God's word is his scroll. The Bible right. used to be called a scroll. Um, it was written on Ooh. scrolls before the Bible. Okay, we're going too far. Anyway, wrapping it up. <laughs> to go back to your point, um, setting boundaries may look like lessening your time on social media and increasing your time in mm-hmm. God's word, increasing your time in community, which is a great time for me to ask you, are you cultivating community? Because you, you should be. You were made for community. Would you like that segue? Um, <laughs> if you are not yet Go to cultivate.se slash community for next steps. We've got groups that you can start. We've got groups that you can join. Real women having real conversations like these. All the content is up on our website every Monday. Um, You can watch the sermon from Sandals Church or the weekend, either online or at your campus. And then great conversation around that. Um, And added bonus questions for women, mm-hmm. sometimes from the podcast, sometimes just added content from the sermon. So you need to jump into a group if you're not already. And if you're in a group, you should be using this content, cultivate.se slash discussion. Um, the work is done for you. You just need to gather the women. Mm-hmm. So use your platform for good and start a group. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Huge, exciting <laughs> news. Tammy's good friend and great speaker, Lisa Bevere, is coming to Sandals Church, coming to Cultivate. You know, we've had Lisa out twice before. She's kind of near and dear to us here at Sandals Church, and here's why. She's real. She is. She's real, and she's not afraid to speak the truth. And um, you may have heard her before. She always brings a good word from the Lord. She's. She, I consider her a mentor to to us as Cultivate. Mm. And, um, you know, there's a small fee for this event, but that's because we have to Get Lisa out yeah. here. Um, but you don't want to miss this. And you want to bring your daughters to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of her biggest things is mothers and daughters and next generation. And I, I've i been talking with her. I'm so excited about her coming. Um, this is such a good opportunity to bring your friends that that don't know yeah. God and, and to be in a community of kindness and, and cultivate God's word through Lisa. And I just, I don't want you guys to miss this. I am so I feel so strongly about having her out in this season of Cultivate. Um, 
and she's made a special some special exceptions to try to give here because she loves our church. She mm. believes in what we're doing. Um, she feels that God is with these women. And so if you're not signed up yet, get yeah, signed get up. Get registered. Bring your daughters. Um, and then you yeah, talk so about we have special young adult. Friday night is for girls uh, 7 through 12th um, and women like, you know, married or single or seasoned um, whatever your season of life looks like. Um, that's Friday night. June 1st, Saturday night is specifically for the women in our church ages 18 to 30. Um, one, of Le- one of the things Lisa's been doing this past year in particular, which I think is awesome, um, is she's been doing some work with through her own kids who are mm-hmm. now in ministry, mm-hmm. really targeting young adults and really speaking a message of truth to them. Because in this generation, um, they need to be equipped with truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not she's not holding back. Um, so we've designed a completely separate event for you. Um, so you can go to cultivate.sc slash events and register today um, because you really don't want to miss. This is our next Cultivate Live event. Um, and we won't have another one until September. So and Melody sure you and I are going to be there. We're going to have food truck. Yeah. It's just going to be such a fantastic night. Um, you're not going to want to yeah to miss this special time and you know if you, move some things around invite you know what gift this to your mom for Mother's Day there register you, you register her boom she wants to come and if she doesn't she will once she's here um, and then lastly before we wrap up we have a huge announcement coming to you on May seventeenth um, it's something that we're so excited about something that we've been working hard on something that you're going to love so make sure that you are paying I was attention like, what is it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. She now. knows. Um, so May seventeenth, be fo- make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook, Cultivate Women, um, and that's where you get all the latest details about all the fun things that we're doing. Um, and we've taken up enough of your time today, so we're gonna sign off and say, stop being ridiculous. Like, stop it, you guys. Stop. This is for me, Tammy Brown. Stop <laughs> being ridiculous with social media. It's not good for you. Yes. We love you guys. Thank you you so much for being a part of our conversations. And we'll see you next time. Talk soon. Bye.